Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. We're going to do another uh, devotion. We'll just call it a devotion because that's what this is. It in is. Luke chapter 4. Uh, and I'm just going to pose this question early because this could be a lengthy one. So here we go. <laughs> no, we won't keep you too long. No, we're no. going to do it the more Jesus Bible app mm-hmm. has done. And we're going to take these super mm-hmm. complex uh, complexities of Scripture and bring them down to just a little cartoon. We can make it happen. That's Here right. we go. In Nazareth, Jesus announced his mission. How does this affect the way you think about the gospel and your mission? Yeah, so uh, the great challenge for me is how Jesus opened his ministry in Nazareth, which is where it's pulling from is Luke 4. Mm-hmm. And I'll read how he opened his ministry in Nazareth. He is in a synagogue, the, the local church of the day, mm-hmm. and they handed him a scroll, the Bible reading of the day. And he chose to go to Isaiah, and he read these words, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Mm -hmm. And then he rolled that scroll up and said, uh, This is fulfilled in your hearing. Good luck with all that. <laughs> now, there's a strange turn of events that happened that I think would be a distraction for this morning because they completely rejected him at Nazareth. <laughs> but the greater challenge for me has been, how do I act more like Jesus? Mm-hmm. Now, would you agree that every person that's trying to grow in Christ is trying to act more like Jesus. Yes. I mean, is, is that yeah. your is that your mission? Yeah. Are you trying to act more like Jesus? 100%. So we had a discussion the other day where um, someone said, you know, it's not the hard, the complex passages of Scripture mm-hmm. that give me trouble. It's the simple ones. Mm-hmm. I said, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we can sit and have debates all day long about the, the hard, the, the ones that seem mysterious, mm-hmm. but I'm still working on the simple ones. <laughs> Where Jesus said, heal the mm-hmm. sick, cleanse the lepers, mm-hmm. and raise the dead. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's really simple. But like, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to spend a lifetime trying to fulfill those commands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I come back over here, and i like, okay, here's Jesus, and here's how he functioned. Lord, Holy Spirit, come and help me. Mm-hmm. Help me to live more like Jesus. Help me to be more like Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Let me just start right there. I'm not going to succeed at doing anything Mm -hmm. unless the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Um, You know, I believe that the Holy Spirit has whispered into my heart, I have given you authority over the COVID disease, and Mm -hmm. the very practical uh, application of that has been, we've seen a lot of COVID healings. it's true. Um, but none of that's going to work unless the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then, you know, I've got a couple of, of assignments today where I'm going to pray with someone that really needs miracle healing because the doctors are at their wit's end, mm-hmm. really unable to help them any mm-hmm. further. Well, the only way I'm going to succeed is if the Spirit of the Lord yeah. is up. How do you get more of the Spirit of the Lord upon you? <laughs> this is my son-in-law. <laughs> this is my son-in-law, Jared. Can you... <laughs> no, um... <laughs> It's a, it's a surrender issue, and it takes time. It takes mm-hmm. time. And so um, the challenge, we were actually given this challenge at Pastors University. Oh, mm-hmm. um, Pastor Larry uh, 
which is crazy that they do. He and Joel and Jonathan, I think all three of them are this way. They spend between 30 minutes to an hour every day just praying in the Spirit. Mm. Building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in that's the Holy right. Spirit. Just praying in the Spirit, which, yeah. I mean, that's a long that's a long time. It is. <laughs> to mm-hmm. do that. And yeah. so, uh, but the results of that is they have, there are three men of God with crazy bandwidth in their life. Mm-hmm. And the ability to, in a moment, um, you know, I, I had conversations with two of them, in a moment be able to respond with such wisdom mm-hmm. that is not of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's obvious that God is speaking through mm-hmm. them. And so um, simply put, I guess I should say, is it's a surrender thing. Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, I want you to interact in every moment. Are you, are you a gun enthusiast? I, I like guns. I don't know if I'm a gun enthusiast. Okay, let me speak an example that I think will work for gun enthusiasts. Here we go. Okay, if you think of the Word of God as the metal in the bullet. Mm. Okay. So it's the it's going to provide the punch. It's going to mm-hmm. do the job. You know, you're going to mm-hmm. point it at a deer and it's going to blow a hole in the deer mm-hmm. somewhere. That's that that is the metal <laughs> that is going to, mm-hmm. you know, do its job. Well, every bullet has gunpowder. Mm-hmm. To make a bullet, you got to have the gunpowder, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the the gunpowder is the Holy Spirit. Mm. So you've got your metal, but you know, without the gunpowder, that metal's not going to blow a hole in that deer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you, but if you've got all the gunpowder but no metal, all you're doing is blowing air. It mm-hmm. makes a nice pop, but it doesn't really do anything. You mm-hmm. need both. So, and then the the blaster cap. And I used to have a friend whose dad made his own bullets. Oh, okay. Yeah. So all this is that, gotcha. I've got a picture in my mind mm-hmm. going off while I'm doing this. So the blaster cap, or if you want to call it the trigger, mm-hmm. is you mm-hmm. choosing to build your faith with morning devotions in mm-hmm. the Word of God. You're yeah. building your bullet, your metal, yeah. and then praying in the Spirit, you're mm-hmm. adding gunpowder, right? Mm-hmm. And then when the time comes, you pull that trigger, that thing pops, and boom, you'll blow a demon right out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> no, the yeah. new one for me is you pull that trigger, and that thing pops, and you'll blow a disease right out of the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Right out of a person's life, right? Yeah. Well, I think it gives us a good picture because a lot of people have this um, notion that, well, the Holy Spirit will just overtake me when the moment comes. Mm-hmm. And it's not that that doesn't happen, um, but I think a much better mindset is I want to be so full of the Holy Spirit all the time that it doesn't matter what moment or what time it mm-hmm. comes, I'm prepared yeah. to do what I to need to To pull the do. trigger, that's right? right? Because the gunpowder is built up. That's right. Right? So that's what Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has, and I really love how the Bible Project guys defined the poor mm-hmm. in, I think it was day one or day two, I think mm-hmm. it was day two of mm-hmm. the More Jesus Bible reading app um, plan. It, it was, they defined the poor, not just financially, which that is one of the categories, mm-hmm. but they said the Bible concept of the poor is so much deeper. It's, it's also the disenfranchised, mm-hmm. the outsiders, those mm-hmm. that don't fit in the cultural norm. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus came and said, I've got good news to all of those people, the disenfranchised, that's that's outside the cultural norm, the poor financially, mm-hmm. the diseased and the sick, they were mm-hmm. defined, the leprous, they were defined as the poor. Mm-hmm. It's good news to all those people, which really begs the question is what about the people that are in church? It's it, the good news was to those other people mm-hmm. 
and this has bothered me forever <laughs> because Jesus went to the synagogues or the local church uh-huh. first, okay? And he spent a lot of time in the synagogues. Yeah. So I've, I've been around this question like a thousand times in my mind. There's only one hope for the local church, mm. and that is you got to get involved with mm. the good news to the disenfranchised, yeah. to the leprous, to the poor, yeah. to the... Uh, otherwise, what, what happens you, is... What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> As our friends from Pastors University says, the church exists for the lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so... It, well, it, and they'll even take that a step farther and they'll say, I'll do anything short of sin to get that lost person saved. Can you, can you say that again? <laughs> I'll do anything short of sin to get that lost person saved. I mean, that's, that is some strong language. A strong language. Yeah. And you could also add to it, I'll do anything short of sin to get that person healed. Yeah. Same same thing, right? Yeah. They're one and the same. So Jesus took the local church of their day, the synagogue, and tried to give them a laser-like focus. He said, mm-hmm. you guys got a good thing here. God mm-hmm. did this over a period of 400 years, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and he built these synagogues all over the known world. Mm-hmm. And I'm using these synagogues, but now it's time to harness your strength mm-hmm. of you know the Word of God. Mm-hmm. You're organized in your meetings. Your your society's set up. Now it's time to harness that strength and let's point all of that strength to give good news yeah. to the poor. That's good. To the disenfranchised, to the sick, to those who are sinners, mm-hmm. to the tax collectors, right? Let's harness and unfortunately, they they didn't go along. <laughs> <laughs> they missed their chance. As a matter of fact, the synagogue at Nazareth tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. But um, so uh, we've got the Constitution that protects us from that. <laughs> but uh, this is the vision today. And here's a little thought process, maybe to close on. It's been my personal experience that there is a greater anointing when you harness your strength that God has given you in the local church to reaching the poor. If you want to see more miracles, Mm. you got to go where the poor are at. Mm -hmm. That could be the homeless. It could also be missions. It could also be the disenfranchised. It could be the sinners. It could be the whatever. All of the biblical definitions of poor, if you want to see an increased anointing, that's where you will see it. Thank you for joining us today. ALC is moving forward, and we are having in-person services. Join us at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for worship, teaching, and fellowship. Community has been our lifeline during the pandemic, and our house churches are continuing to meet. For more information about our services, live streams, and house churches, please visit our website at Abundant.us.